And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Rail. Boys and girls, welcome to a special edition of Seeing Red. I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca Fee Lofgren. I'm Aaron Illich. And, surprise guest, I am Reaper Rick. I am Lacey Montoya. I am S.A.D. Burbank. I am Terry D. It is unbelievable, folks. We've actually have Reaper Rick and Terry Shearer all in one setting, and the universe has not exploded. It's early. <laughs> All right, let me tell the listeners, just in case if you don't know what's going on, we we are <laughs> we are trying to celebrate we are trying to celebrate the one year anniversary of the Jazo Modcast. We started one year ago today. Plus, our very first show on the Jizzle Modcast was Seeing Red. So this is episode 52. Uh, what I've decided to do is bring everybody here. I hope you know we can make through this and, and get into the conversations and have fun. And I'm hoping that my laptop does not go into a meltdown. Or any of us, for that matter. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and jump right into the topic. Um, topic number one. Now, we've done over... 400 shows at this point total Jason Modcast and that's seeing red that is what we think that is news views and reviews and don't get us started sheer darkness and the movie madhouse we've got a lot going and I've decided I think we're going to start things off on everybody's favorite moment or favorite episode so Let's start with who wants to go first? <laughs> chirp, chirp, chirp. All right, uh, lovebirds are going to go first. Rebecca. Well, then, in that case, um, <laughs> 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 um, well, you already know this. Well, the listeners may not. The, the Kim Kardashian episode. From Batman, be so Kim Kardashian. That was last year, episode number six. And yeah, we did a New Year's show, and I decided to just kind of spoof things up. So we brought in Kim Kardashian and Sisosasa, and she just stole out of the whole show. And we would just laughed and laughed the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> 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 
Again, it's one of those things you had. And he, he didn't tell us either. either. Yeah. He didn't tell us either. No, no, no. It was just... We, we were under the impression that he had either some narcotics <laughs> or some alcohol. So, so both of you guys are, are going with the same show? Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Huh? I was a... You want to... Yeah, you can close. That's cool. Is it cool? Yeah. I guess. All right, well, then I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And I think that that's it. And remember, that I'm sad as hell, but there's no rivalry better than a seven rivalry. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Good night, boys. <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's do Rick. Uh, it's an easy one for me. Uh, it was actually a, a two-show segment because I wasn't able to go over an hour at that time, but it was the uh, combat episode that we did down at the uh, stadium in Stanton. That was a cool show. The, uh, yeah, the uh, combat segment. What is it? Battle Royale. Yes, yes, the tournament. Tournament, tournament, tournament. Yeah, jousting and bloodshed and a lot of fun. Had a good audience, too. Yeah. Lots of cheering. Great audience, yeah. Great audience. That was a good show. That was good two shows, actually. The Germans have received very few wounded soldiers, and as more and more of the English fall victim, uh, the Germans encroach upon them, and finally there, the final few... British soldiers have tossed their pikes to the ground and thrown up their hands, and that is it, ladies and gentlemen. The Battle Royale is finally over. The winners were the German missionaries. Good God. The German mercenaries. The crowd is going rather insane at the moment. Uh, They enjoyed that little bit of uh, uh, bloodshed. And it'll take some time now to clear away the uh, the bodies and the mess. But very shortly, we will get on with the next part of the program, which should be should be the melee. Lace. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what was so far? Out of the 14 episodes that you've done of Don't Get Us Started with right. S. Sadie Burbank, what is your favorite episode? Oh, I should pitch in and say that Lace is, sounds like she's coming down with the cold, and I do appreciate you setting in because I, I know that you're not feeling good, plus you're back, and, you're and it means a lot to me. You're welcome. So the, the Halloween? Yes. <clears throat> what part was it that you knew that you just had her, that you were just... She was just like really terrified about what what you were talking about. Oh yeah, you were nervous. Um, I think it's because of the different. I think the most part that scared her is when somebody calls my name three times. Uh huh. And my TV was flashing six 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 on my mother-in-law's house. So yeah. TV is white to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. I, 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 I,
I've never been scared what, to the point. Where what about in your imagination? What what do you think it would take to scare you? Can you think of any situation? Well, if my family's being threatened, if silverware comes flying out of my drawers and knives comes flying out of my knife block, then fuck then, you, I'm out of here. <laughs> that might get your attention. Yeah. But, if, but a dog running around the room doesn't? I mean, no. to me, that's pretty much the same thing. No. Well, dogs and kids. You saw no. kids, too. But if something okay. would be like my remote control would stand on the coffee table and it moved, too. Or if it just hung up in the room and suspended oh, or something. there you go. What? The shoes. Your shoes in Vegas. Oh. Tell that story. I'll be right back. Okay. Me and my mother-in-law went to state line for a bingo tournament. <clears throat> and I had brought in two pairs of shoes with me. And my one shoes were making my back hurt. Right. So then I got my flip-flops out. Well, I had them in my bag. And I had all my stuff scattered on the bed because I was getting ready. We were going to the tournament. And I went to go get my shoes. I seen them on the bed. I turned around talking to my mother-in-law. I went to go grab my shoes. My shoes weren't there. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just talking to her, so I know we were the only two people in the room. Couldn't find my shoes. They weren't under the bed because you know how they have the box, you know, where you can't put nothing underneath the bed. Right. They weren't on the floor. They weren't under the blankets. They weren't put back in my bag. They weren't in the bathroom. They weren't in the little closet cubby hole. Right. So I ended up putting my other shoes on. We had to go. Right. So we came back. I still didn't have my shoes. So I'm teasing, okay, whoever in the fuck's in the room, can I please have my shoes back? And I turn to grab something off the dresser. My shoes were laying on top of one another sitting on the bed. So I told the room, I said, thank you for giving my shoes back. Ooh-wee. And that, did that, that didn't scare you? <laughs> no. Okay, how about you, Sadie? What's your favorite episode? Um, don't, don't get us started. Any episode that you've done. Um, well, well my, my favorite, favorite from Don't Get Us Started was episode number five, and that was the one we did about autism. Yes, that was that good. That was not only my favorite episode, but we got some really good feedback online, or in emails. Yes. Uh, about it. And so I thought that was, I thought that was good. She picked my brain on that one. Uh, Lacey is is definitely an expert in the field and can tell you everything she has learned in the last 11 years uh, about dealing with and living with a child with autism, and at least a male child with autism. And uh, she would be delighted, I'm sure, to share what oh, yeah. knowledge she has about that. And whatever she cannot answer, uh, she can. We'll we will find a way to get the information to you. So. Uh, don't feel like you have nowhere to turn because you do. you do. And obviously, you've got a computer. You wouldn't be listening to us. Either that or you've got a smartphone. Either way, you still have a computer. Uh, whether you're listening to us via Stitcher or if you're listening to us off your computer, you're listening to us. And, um, and we do thank you. And that's one way that you can, uh, reach us and reach out for help. Don't, we don't want you to feel like you're alone. We don't want you to feel like uh, you have no one to turn to. Um, what about uh, what we think? What we think was episode 11, and that was uh, that was the one where we read the email from uh, Aaron in Queens, 
Oh, yes. Uh, for a couple of reasons. The, the letter, the email that we received from him was quite touching. Uh, and anybody that listened to that episode knows how touched we were by it. Um, and then uh, at the end of the show, we had the responsibility, really, to sort of pick it up and leave it on a high note. Right. And um, we did do that, and one of our listeners wrote in and said that she really liked the ending, and it made her laugh a lot because you said, word. Oh, yeah. And I said, no. <laughs> and it just hit somebody funny. And they got the But anyhow, that was, that was my favorite from that. Very cool. Here we go, folks. Brace ourselves. David K. Montoya and Sadie Burbank. I want to think, thank you. You two have helped me through the last... Oh, fuck. Have helped me through the last few weeks. You're right. <laughs> I lost my job last month and had to move in with my dad and stepmom. I've been feeling down, thinking about giving up on everything. But about three weeks ago, I was surfing around on my phone on Stitcher and found your podcast. I laughed and laughed. Whenever I feel down, I play back, I play a back episode and can't wait for Tuesday's and you guys' new episode. And while I'm aware we'll never meet, I still want to thank you for saving my life. God bless you too. Aaron from Queens, New York. Yeah, you're right. It made me cry. Aaron, God bless you. Mr. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I've, I've done 40, 40 episodes of Sheer Darkness. 42. And 42. And I don't remember any of them. <laughs> so I would have to say probably the Halloween episode that we did recently because that was fresh in my mind. And that was fun. We had those. That was fun and it was, it was, a, it was a good show. Plus. The episode that you had talking about your dog, I cried. Oh, right before. Yeah, I know what she's talking about. Oh, okay. I remember that one now. And yeah, thanks a lot. I cried too. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking pretty much the same thing, but there were some things that I left out that I, I brought over to Sure Darkness. And we literally we cut the lights out, we had a little dim light going on, and it was just yeah. creepy oh, as fuck. And I, uh, through the whole. For the pretty much the entire episode with Terry and I, uh, my hair was just standing on end almost the entire show. It was just creepy as fuck. It was very unnerving. Interestingly enough, while you were telling this story, and this is like the second time I've heard it, yes, I recall something from my own past. Oh, it has nothing to do with possession or anything, but. There was a time when I was younger mm -hmm. when I used to tweak a little bit. <laughs> I think we all have. And uh, I, I think it was like a third or fourth day in a row or something like that. And I began speaking in a language I did not know. Really? Yes. <clears throat> 
And it wasn't just a few words. It was like sentence after sentence after sentence. And it was gibberish to me. But something in my head was telling me that I was actually saying something. Okay, let me flip the, the switch here. The question is, what was your least favorite episode? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I switched it on you. Uh, okay, I'm going to go first now because I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was the very first episode I did. Ah, uh, it's too late. <laughs> because I, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I wasn't even... I wasn't really sure what broadcasting was about, and I was trying to be so suave and uh, <laughs> didn't want to cuss or anything. And uh, so it was, it was pretty uh, static, I think, that first episode. Actually, probably the first couple. I had a lot more fun with other episodes. So, moving right along with the program, going to. Uh, talk a little bit about hey sex everybody likes sex right I uh before I get into the sex part I I, I did want to mention that uh, my wife and I celebrated our 20th anniversary last last month and uh, yeah I know thank you thank you uh, but you know I, I have to admit that this is my my third marriage so I didn't, didn't, didn't get it right the first couple of times. Uh, altogether, I think I've been married more than 37 years, which is over half my life, you know, but uh, aside from that, um, <clears throat> the problem with uh, being married is that you uh, don't really know what you're getting into until sometimes it's too late. So what what are you going to do about that? <clears throat> well, you need to know some facts before you get into a serious relationship. And many, many people ignore these facts because, I mean, let's face it, when you're dating somebody and you're trying to show them the best side of yourself, we go out of our way to be nice and, and be uh, gentlemanly. And <clears throat> pretty much you do everything you can to get them in the sack, right? Okay, so who's next? I was going to say next. Well, well, we already know what well, I, I, I was going to say, so yeah, I don't have to repeat it. Well, yeah, just... <laughs> So your first one was the hardest? Yeah, least favorite. Well, your least favorite. Yeah, my first one. Because I figured who the hell would want to listen to me talk. I think I... Well, go ahead. Same thing with you guys? Yeah. Okay. You go ahead. I was going to say, believe it or not, the first episodes that I've done... the Because the very first night we did... Uh, before it was seen read, it was called Sibling Rivalry before we had to change the name. And we did Sibling Rivalry, well, first we did Win in Burbank with you and I, Sadie. And I just, I, I felt like I was, I don't know, 
you know, now I can talk and just blabber, blabber, blah, 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 and me trying to be super organized and have topics and this and that on the never, first show. And it just, it just didn't come off the way I wanted to. And then right after we finished Win in Burbank, we started Sibling Rivalry. And I'd say probably about 30 minutes into it, um, I started sounding like Christian Bell because my voice wasn't my voice wasn't um, <laughs> Batman. Bell. No, Bell. Yeah. Um. Um. No, it was seventy something. It was seventy something ums. I I cut out. What we're going to go is hopefully you guys will enjoy, like, <laughs> hopefully you guys will enjoy, like, edit out. <laughs> <coughs> take a drink, take a cough. Yeah, so yeah we know. We know. Let's go, then go to, our, to our outtakes. Anyways. Is it Reaper or Terry? No, it's Reaper. All right. Hi, Reaper. You scare me. Yeah. Just to let you know. Yeah. You should have to pass. I've got two heads. It's okay. No, the episodes that I, I didn't like or I had trouble doing, I'm sure, were the ones when I was in Stanton and I had found out about my dog. Mm. That's a different show. Right. Yeah. Rusty. When I found out that things were going badly for the Rusty and the Birds, those were bad shows because I was really upset about a lot of things. And so, but they got better because now we're all back together again. Yes, and things just in general is much better. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and... This year, we didn't have none last year, but this year we also had our first guests. Well, particularly, and Alan Russo, which is a, a friend of ours. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I have to admit, now that I've come to know you, Aaron, in the original beginning, I felt that you looked like a very young Alan Russo. Exactly. But now I have to say, no. maybe it's the beard, and, and but I don't see... Uh, a resemblance Thank anymore. You. But he came in May, and I'm like, hey, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in 13 years. Sit down. We're going to podcast for the next seven days. And he did a podcast. Uh, the entire time he was here, he literally did a podcast every day. And he was a good sport about it. In fact, if you want to turn around, uh, Mr. Russo has a special... A Let's see. <laughs> Let me see if I can get here. What you're, what you're trying to say is that he recorded something? Yes, he actually recorded a, a special... Let's see, folks. Special thing on the computer. <laughs> we do, especially with everything that's going on right now. There we go. <laughs> okay, and this is 
<laughs> okay. This is uh, the message that Alan took took time to record for us. It's just a really brief message. This is Alan Russo, wishing you, you at Jayzo Modcast a happy birthday and many more podcasts to come. Yeah, very quickly, <laughs> very quickly. Um, yeah. What's that? Oh, you picked it up fast. All right. Um, another thing we have. Let's see. Uh, I'm going according to our, our schedule here. I have random questions. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what I did is. I wrote up some silly questions, and they're non-specific. So whoever grabs from the cauldron, we answer. So just go ahead, grab a question. Everybody gets one question, and just pass it around. No, no, no. <laughs> we're we're doing a well. I can't say a, a family-friendly show, but. Oh, well, yeah. I guess, so, I guess Terry Shearer and Reaper Rick can answer the same question. Take turns. <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'm here. Okay, who's... Who's going first? First, first? first answer is no. What's the question? <laughs> Have you ever started podcasting and realized you forgot to hit record? No. But, however, one night I did podcast a whole show with the plug in the wrong... Oh, the wrong jack. I had it in the earphone jack instead of the mic jack. Oh, no. That sucked. It was like me podcasting by my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it did record, you know, like really fake out there. Oh, Jesus. Like from outer space or something, so I had to do it over again, yeah. So, okay, you guys go down, I'll come. Okay, lovebirds. How many times in the past year have you thought, hurry up, I gotta pee. Every day of my life. Take this question. 
and go ahead and do so everybody can have a question. Before starting to record one day, did you think that this was a dumb idea? No, because I've, I've talked to people about... Well, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. Just, initially, just to be honest, yeah. I used to talk to a lot of people over the internet with Microsoft stuff like that all the time. Uh-huh. And, like, sometimes they would just be sitting there and listening for hours, and we'd, like, have conversations back and forth. So, it, to me, it's not really a dumb idea. But... The, the, the deeper meaning, meaning to me is, like, at, at first, first I was like, like I, don't I don't think, think this would be a good, good idea. idea. I didn't think it was a dumb idea, though. Well, I think, I, think, I think, like, like no, no one, one wants to hear us talk, talk basically. Exactly. Totally. I, mean, I, I still, still say that. that. Well, with the very first day of starting, even for me, I, at one point I was like, what the hell am I doing? You must say that every day. You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's kind of gone on. Lace, what'd you get? How many times have you zoned out while recording a podcast? <laughs> My answer is a lot. What's that? I said, that should have been yours. <laughs> Me? Yeah. How do I zone out? We all know this. Well, I, I can talk, and I can talk and talk. When he lets us talk, he, like, he's in a normal world, thinking about what he's going to say, and then as soon as we're done, he just goes. He's like, no, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm listening to what they're saying, I'm processing what they're saying, and I'm trying to think of a connection for what they're saying to bring in what I want to say. But I am listening to you. You know, speaking of listening, and I will jump... Um, last, was it last episode or episode before last, you talked about seeing The Bride of Chucky and what was the other one? It was The Curse of Chucky. The Curse of Chucky and what was the other movie that you saw? The Purge. Yeah. The Purge. Well, I didn't see The Purge, but I did watch The Bride of Chucky. Curse of Chucky. Whatever. It was yeah, The Curse. This was one of those zone out. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It was some, and I was actually surprised for being a Chucky movie. It was pretty good. Okay, Sadie. My question is: Have you ever played along with your co-host, even though you have no clue what they're talking about? That was the sort of way we did the podcast. I never fucking know what you're talking about. I don't know. know. Well, well that's, that's not, not true. true. I do know sometimes what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but um, there are times when you talk about stuff I have no idea what it is. You don't have to explain it to me. And I beg off on the fact that I'm old, and so there you go. And as far as Lacey, yeah, it works. And as far as podcasting with Lacey's concerned, there's been a couple of times when I didn't know what you were talking about, and I've just said, what are you talking about? And she explains it, and I'm cool. Right on. Terry? Right. <clears throat> After all this time doing your podcasting, have you ever wondered when in the fuck we were going to get paid any money? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't to me on a few I don't think that was the question. Here's another one. Podcast would run before going back to making books. Well, I, I think he like left something out of that sentence. 
I was rushing for the questions. Yeah, yes, of course you were. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had no clue. clue. I had no clue. Uh, I figured that, you know, Dave had this, you know, idea, and he was going to run with it, and usually when Dave runs with an idea... We're all in trouble. It goes on for quite a Go down, go down with me. So I, I had I had no idea. I mean, I I didn't think initially that podcasting was going to be a big deal. You know, I mean, I wasn't aware that half the world was podcasting at that point anyway, and a lot of famous people were podcasting. Actually, the reason I really got into it was because my son has been podcasting for a long time. I listened to a lot of his podcasts, and they it just sounded like he was having so much fun. Yes. And I just still wonder when that's going to start happening here. I'm just kidding. It's been it's been fun for the most part. <laughs> oh, then, you know, let, let's go ahead and expand out to the other the question to the other guys. Um, so when we first started, at what point did you think, okay? Dave, just off his fucking rocker. He's going to eventually go back to books. but it, Or did you think that it was going to be a continuum? Did you think we were going to hit the year mark and you think... Or not at all, no. No? You thought I was just kind of doing it on the spur of the moment and then... Yeah, I thought it was like just a spur of the moment. Idea, just add it in. And I would get dragged into it. Well, for... To be fair... You could write a book about all the crazy shit this man has done. I was going to say, to be fair, um, other than Rebecca, because to to be honest, whatever venture I usually start, I do drag my sister into it. I always drag Terry into it, and I drag Sadie into it. (laughs) (laughs) But the nicest thing about this... The nicest thing, though, is is that Lacey, after almost twenty years of being together, Lacey has joined a venture that I've I've started, and well, that's, that's very I rewarding. I hardly ever even knew you or her. Yeah, he came in. He's like, "What is this fat guy doing?" I'm like, "Sit down. Here's the mic." I'm going to ask you questions. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Mama, help me. What about you, Sadie? What about me? How long did you think? How long did you think the the podcasting would run? Did you think it? Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Because I think we're entertaining. I think all of us as a co- collective group 
for each show that we do together or independently, I think we bring something together because that's the thing about podcasting is to be entertained. That's why you listen to it. That's why I listen to it is to be entertained. And if you're entertaining, it doesn't matter who you are. It's just what you bring to the table. And I think that's what we do the most is entertain. Some of our listeners seem to think so too. Yes. Everybody, all of us have gotten emails. Everybody, all of us have gotten emails that say how entertaining we are. Or how? Or my personal, when. A reason to come back. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, when these guys took that hiatus. I received over 200-something emails telling me how much of a prick and a dick I was, that I needed to wait to bring them back or to bring them back right now, but they were pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't your fault. <clears throat> no, but it was just well, the listeners. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Carrie D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, better, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. 
With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. So we've we've made it here 52 episodes. Each one of us have done pretty much over four. You know what makes me think of what I was going to say next is we've all collectively done a lot of podcasts together, but there's one particular person that has done more podcasts than any of us. No. And that is the gentleman that we open to every week, every day. Ian Basor, who is our, he 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 does the the intro, you know, and now enjoy this free Jizzle Modcast show. He does that, and <laughs> and he also does, you know, our ads. And I was talking to him the other day, and he was good enough, and he actually, yes, he he actually sent a message as well. I just wanted to wish Seeing Red and the entire Jaisal Modcast family a happy anniversary. Thanks. <laughs> I thought that was cool because. So he wanted to be a part of this show. And, and we might have to get him to rework the commercial for Red Hills. Oh? Yeah. I mean, I mean if he sounds that, you know, we could have a bounce. I mean, if we can't get him on the story alone, let's lure him in with pretty rotten, sleazy bounce. What's wrong with that? That's not a bad idea. Sex always works. Yeah, I know. Hey, with that voice? Hello. <laughs> Uh, he's he's also going to be the one. He is the voice of Vietnam for our animated cartoon. Huh? Yeah. Cool. I'm the madam. <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, you're going to be the madam. I just haven't figured out how to work you into the script. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Well, yeah. I've got all these years of experience. I may as well put them to good use. Where's the word on? <laughs> you should see her face. Anyway, and moving. Right. Well, since we're talking about sex, do you want to jump in and say anything about sex? Yeah, we like it a lot. <laughs> we're in favor of sex. Rebecca's turning red. <laughs> no, she's just seeing red. Oh, ah, ha, ha. All right, moving right along. Okay, uh, it says talk about first episode. So I guess we're going to bring up this. Well, yeah, we didn't like ours. I don't even remember the first episode, but I was terrified. I was so damn 
parking long ago. Yeah. It was awkward. Wait, hold on. It was awkward? Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't hardly even know you. I hardly even know her. We already talked about that. You yeah. hardly didn't even know me. Wait a minute. Well, well I, I knew, knew you. I hardly even knew her. I hardly even knew her. I hardly even knew her. So are you saying that I'm pushy? A little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> hey, but if you weren't pushy, nothing would get done. That's true. I, um, actually, that's a that's a good question. How many of you did I actually ask? To how many of you did I tell you're doing a podcast? I don't, I don't, you. I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah, like a long time ago. You asked me. I think. Well, I know with with you, I actually shot the idea of podcasting before even doing anything. But you know I'm flexible, so I would have said yeah for sure. And then I said, well, then we're going to tell them what the fuck we think, and then that was pretty much all it. What about you, Ter? Yeah, you asked. I certainly wouldn't have volunteered for it. I, I didn't. I didn't have any idea what it was. So uh, I had to do some research, and then I thought, well, you know, reaching a lot of people maybe might might be some good. You know, out of all the podcasts that we've started, there's actually one podcast that I still own the rights to that we haven't even done, and it's called Entwined as One. And as of today... This is actually the first podcast from beginning to end that I've actually podcasted with my wife. But Entwined as One, which is actually taking from our our uh, wedding vows, uh, it was supposed to be... <laughs> Talking about wedding vows, I'm my brother lost <laughs> Hey, now. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, it's gone. Okay, well, I, I guess since... <laughs> oh, I, I think that thought is just gone out the window. I, I'm trying to reach to bring it back, and it's not happening. But anyway, uh, thank you. This is this is part of the in excitement. Other than the fact that we have everybody here... Oh, me too. <laughs> I want to ask a question. Yes. I want, I want, I want you to ask, ask Mr. Bayshore. 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 I, want, I want you to ask him next time you talk to him. Uh-huh. If he's ever read my book. Okay. I don't know if he has or not, but I, I will definitely ask. Just out of curiosity. Okay. I mean, you know, he's getting on the podcast. He'll probably sell it. Which of these things he said to... Uh, yeah, he'll probably listen to it. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's his first name? Ian. Ian, dude, have you read Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner? Hmm. Lovingly, S. Sadie Burnett. Well, we we can't have a scene read episode without some type of bestiality news. But unfortunately, I don't have no bestiality news. But instead, last episode, we talked about the, the raping ghost in Bolivia um, to catch 
to get well, Lacey. Okay, well, Lacey knows the story, and, and, and Terry, well, everybody other than Sadie knows the story, so let me catch Sadie up to speed. Okay. Uh, what's happening in a small Amish community in Bolivia? Are these uh, women? A- yes, uh, yes. Um, women, like over, what was it, 130 women were being raped. Yeah, three to forty something, forty five or whatever. <laughs> huh? Over a eleven year period, they would wake up. Well, they'd go to sleep normally. They'd be dressed, or whatever, and they would wake up, and they would have you know blood and semen stains on them. And, they and, told their it was and no, they they went and they told their husbands, and and then the husbands went to because in the Amish community there's no police; it's only the head preachers or pastors or ministers that police the the community or the colony. And they went to this group of of elders and said, "This is what's happening." And their official response was, "Is well, it's it's payback for the sin because the colony is unclean." And this is pretty much reaping what you sow for living uncleanly. uncleanly. Thank you. Um, and pretty much that God has allowed a ghost, a demon, or a specter, or incubus, um, to come in and allow these women to be raped. Well, after an 11-year period, I don't know why, but the group of men finally came forward and said, well, there's no ghosts. We've just been fucking these women while they're asleep. And what they did is they've gone outside of their colony to a veterinarian and got a local anesthetic. And what they did is they mixed it into a spritzer bottle. <laughs> this is a joke, right? No, this is very serious. And okay. they would mix it in, with, in water with spritzers, spritz it through the window, and it would literally paralyze their victims. And that's how they would do it. Well, after they came forward, they they started building this prison colony inside the colony, and that's where the police actually, from outside, you know, normal, everyday police, came in and took the, the perpetrators. To make a very long story short, each one got 25 years, except the doctor got what? What did he get? 15. And that's where we ended the show on. But the other night, I was doing some research because it's actually now turning into a story. And I went back to that article. What's that? Oh. Well, I went back to the original article. I was reading. I scrolled down. That was just the first page of five pages. And it gets a lot, I mean, from, like, incest to just, it gets really, really bizarre. So, one of these days, we'll have to go back in and, and kind of, you know, revisit. I'll have to read this when I go home. The Amish, the Amish ghost. The tyranny. Yes. The tyranny, the tyranny of, of the Amish ghost. ghost. The, the, the fucking Amish ghost. Or the Amish fucking ghost. It works either way. Uh, just... For my own edification. Yes. Are these Amish people who were Amish and then went to Bolivia, or are they... Yeah. Uh, yes. 
signed up because the missionary went to Bolivia? They were Mennonites, and they, they don't get along well with the regular Amish. I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have scattered, they've scattered all over the world and formed their own little mm. colonies. Okay, then I have another question. Absolutely. Supposedly the original sin of the group that they were being punished for. Because they brought in, like, solar power. And oh my God. yes, oh, and what was it? Phones, was it? They had phones. No, not phones. Uh, electricity. Oh. Yeah, but I know it was. Uh, no <laughs> not everybody in the colony, but a few people had started bringing in stuff from the outside world, and that caused the elders to think that the they were all damned. Right. So I'm I'm working on a story that's based on this, loosely based on this, because just my I I can't just hold back my imagination. And it's called Incubus. And though the story itself, the real life story, is very intriguing. I think my story is going to be a little bit better. It would be a lot better if it was like really an incubus and not the, the guys in the group just gang and banging and whatnot. Well, see, I I won't give away the ending. I already have the ending in my head. So on that happy note, let's just move right along. Well, wait, were you going to say something? Oh, you, you Rebecca looked like she was going into position to. Uh, let's see. No, I don't want to talk about that yet. Cake. 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 Um, I guess I should also say that for the listeners, because they're like, probably like, what the fuck's up with the cake? You know, from... Oh, yeah. The cake yeah. isn't it's real, Chloe. No, it's real. It's real. It's real. It's, uh... They don't get to have it, It's a, it's a chocolate... It's a chocolate with Bavarian cream. Bavarian cream? Mm-hmm. And on top of the cake is the, um... A picture of our... Yes, website. yes. Uh, well, it's... Yeah, it's all of us. All the Dave and Mod Yes. And we each get to eat our own piece. That's a good idea. But I'm... So I'm screwed. I, I'll, I'll just eat the middle then. You guys can have the corner. <laughs> Lacey's like, what? Why? <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so let's. Did you guys come with any type of news or anything? You didn't tell us to. You just told us. One thing he said was cake. We're gonna talk about our favorite episode, and there's gonna be cake. That's all he said. So now we're sitting here, cake. Cake. <laughs> cake, cake, cake. Well, originally we started. Uh, let's see. When we started, there was seeing red. No sibling rivalry. Oh, oh sibling rivalry. Then seeing red. Right. And then it was Wynn and Burbank is when we started, and then. <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to remember. Yes. What? Just say. Um, well, I don't know. Was was one of mine? Forty-two. Up there. Yeah, I think one of Terry's was. Well, because Terry came in in January. 
so we did oh, so we did November and December. I think we only had three, and then um, Sheer Darkness. You did, you did yours. Who's the boss? Okay, yeah. so we had four, and then uh, Terry and I came in with you Sheer Darkness. Yes, he does. Mm. No, you do. Oh, I do. For who's the boss? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I put that in there, and then. Um, was it? <laughs> that I swear to God, that's what this uh, episode's going to be called. It's fucking cake, cake, cake. That's good. That's good. <laughs> dot 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 cake. I know. Well, we were originally planning, and, and I, I guess that's my fault. I didn't pick it up. Crab cakes and lobster. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, with with sheer dark, did sheer darkness come out before news views and reviews, or was it vice versa? I think so. And then we got ourselves up to five days. He's trying to focus on his memory here. Let's not distract him. Okay, there is no champagne. Zoning out. <laughs> Get some tape and stick There's punch. I know. Yeah, I still remember our first podcast. You had the big ass computer monitor sitting on a table. Yes. Yeah. Remember, we had two. Yes. I had two computer monitors. Yeah. I had yours. I had mine. And we each had our microphones. And we was like that. <laughs> I, I, I had the, the evolution of the podcast. I had no clue what I was doing in that very first. No. Yes. It's it's very apparent here today too. Yeah, we got three mics. Actually, four mics if you count your headphones. Yes. Five if Reapers would have worked. And six if if uh, so moving along anyway we had we moved into having shows five days a week um, and then we brought in uh, some friends of ours from the great white north up in Canada That's right, Larry. Well, okay, Larry Walton. Um, he was he was actually going to post a video, but he got ill. I talked to him a few days ago. He did wish us. Yeah. He he did wish us per telephone call, you know, happy anniversary, but he was just not feeling. Yes. But he he did. He wished us a happy anniversary, and he wasn't able to make a video. But yes, you're right. Um, Larry, yeah, Larry did Saturday segments for 14 weeks, or 14 episodes, rather. But then, after he left, then we brought in the guys, the Movie Madhouse guys from, uh, was Ontario, Canada. And I, I personally enjoy, like, listening to their show as a listener to podcasts, because, well, number one, I, I have nothing to do with it. So it's it's kind of entertaining. And again, it kind of loops back around to what I was saying in the beginning. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're entertaining, people listen, and they're entertaining. And the gang got together, and they wanted to wish us... 
Yes. That's just that. It'll... Yeah, it'll flip over. Let me get the... Let me start this up here. Okay, now... Yeah. Guys. This is uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that one over there? Okay. Okay. The point that you right. What you want probably really want to know is we're the uh, the guys from the movie Madhouse. We are. I'm Mike. I'm Rob. I'm Jason. And uh, we want to wish you guys uh, an excellent one year on the Seeing Red and the uh, the Jaselmon podcast. And hopefully one of these days we'll be a uh, getting bumpers from you guys for our one year. And as you can plainly tell, I said my voice still hasn't come back yet. So, but so we got to carry him as usual. Yes, it's just tough. These guys just got it way too tough. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations on one year and many more to come from the uh, movie Madhouse guys. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Thank you guys. Yeah, they're they're classy. <laughs> I like Jason's house. Oh. <laughs> you know, what have you been saying? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, uh, I've seen a lot of like Canadian people like on YouTube and stuff, and they don't really say A as often as they used to. Mm. You can, as often as, we, as Americans say they do. Yeah. yeah. They, they can really <laughs> tell their accent when they. Pronounce things with A-U, or I mean O-U. O-U, oot. That's one thing I noticed when I started listening to them was, uh, what was it? I think it was Mike, who is is, uh, the one in front, uh, the one with the beard. He said something about something, but it wasn't about, it was about something. We really backed it up. You, You really can't tell that they're... They're Canadian unless you really listen to yeah, the accent. Yeah. They look like fun guys. It'd be fun to have them come down and podcast with us sometime. That'd be a blast. That would be a blast. Or we could go up there. That'd even be better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Let's all go up there. Never mind. I forget I said that. I'm the executive. I can't afford that. Job. We can make our own company bar. Yeah, right. Oh, we're going to need a company bus. Instead. Oh. We could have like, you know, some, like in the very back, there's oh, like no. the roof. <laughs> like on part of the radio? Movie. Uh-huh. They're out there in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah. Radio. Yeah. That's, That's a, a good, good movie. movie. Great, Great music, music in that movie. Love that movie. Speaking of movies, um... Another movie that I, I've recently watched was Kick-Ass 2. Have you guys seen that? No. Is that like Jackass 2? Huh? Is that like Jackass 2? No, Kick-Ass... Huh? Is that on video? Or? It's viewable on video. Is that in the theaters? Oh, oh, this man, basically. Is it on theaters? <laughs> 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 Is it in theaters or no? No, not anymore. Not in this country. No, yeah, there you go. Good answer, good answer. Yeah, not in this country. Oh. It was, it was really good. And... I don't want any spoilers. I just... Yeah, me too. It was good. We can hook you up. Priority movies. A viewing in a different country? Going to theaters? Yes. In Bolivia? Yeah, well, because... Got a bust out the solar panels. 
<laughs> because originally we were getting the, the Oscars copy, yeah. and that was just getting kind of old, so uh, we, we decided to, to view movies in other countries. It, it just, the quality is a lot better. <laughs> Teleportation. Um, let's see, what else did we watch? We watched The Wolverine. Yay. Have you seen that? I don't want to see that. <laughs> she. Be very careful about how we say anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wolverine. Wolverine are you Jackson? Yeah. Somebody bust out the tissue. Here comes the drooling. No, no, no. She's right. You know, I mean, I don't care whether he's Wolverine or. Uh, from Les Miserables. Yeah, yeah, stole the bread. What's his name? Oh, come on, you're supposed to know that. It's in my memory bank. Well, anyhow, the guy in Les Mis that he plays. He's in a new movie that's out in theaters right now. Yes. What is it? What's it called? Prisoner? Oh, yeah, it's Prisoners. I do have another one that I really like. It looks really good, by the way. It's like an action suspense. I'm not true to you, I gotta tell you. So I'm trying to remember what it was. Do you, do you remember what it was, Lace? Hi. Hi. Movie <laughs> that we saw? Earth to Lacey. Well, we saw The World's End. <laughs> and then you saw The End of the World. Oh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Uh, we started that. Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Oh, and, and, but Terry nailed it. Or was it Rick? Um, I started with um, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Uh, what is it? The This is the End. I haven't finished it yet, it, but what I've watched of it, it's it's pretty funny. You have to like it, stupid humor, though. I thought it would be pretty funny. Like there, there's some good comics in there. You know how we talked about like like celebrities like getting back to like make movies or whatever. On that website. Yeah. Well, uh, Franco is getting back to make a movie of all his short stories. He wants, like, so many millions of dollars for this. Like, five million. Really? Yeah. 
Who were, were you watching? watching? We were, you were watching with me, weren't you? Oh. It was something, like, after we talked about the podcast, it was something, like, about, like, all these different celebrities going to... What's that website called? Oh. I don't know. Kickstarter. Yes, Kickstarter. It was this person saying, like, if I open my email, find another thing for Kickstarter, I'm going to flip out. Like, this person, like, talking about it. Uh-huh. This is everybody knows going on Kickstarter now. They're afraid of the family. Fund this project. Fund that project. And once we finish the... All the celebrities that, are, that went there to get money, even though the guy's like, I'm sorry, he goes, but you have millions of dollars. I'm not going to give you my money to make you more money. Yeah, really. That Kickstarter is told you, I told you off my Facebook if you started. Yeah. Well, let's let's just say that our our Kickstarter our Kickstarter campaign will start once I finish the the draft of a Yotnam. But yeah, I I have no problem for begging for money, none whatsoever. It's okay. Yeah, that's true. And then want you to come in and pay more money to watch it. Yeah, because. He said that he knew if somebody else uh, directed it, he would lose all his creative freedom if he gave it to a studio. Well, yeah, he's probably right, but the still, <clears throat> it you know, he's got money in the bank. Yeah, exactly. And more than we've got. Yes. And like I've I've said before, you know, uh, what was it? Episode. <laughs> 50, I think it was. We were talking about indie films. Yeah. You know, if you have $4 million, then you can make a top-of-the-line indie film. I'm sure he's got $4 million in the bank. More than that, I'm Probably sure. Probably that's it on his episode for pocket change. He's got way more than that in the bank. He's got a lot of movies. movies. Why doesn't he go about it the way they all do and just sell, like, interest in the movie? You know, like, all, like everybody else does. Well, he's trying to go Kickstarter... Is, um, yeah, I know what a Kickstarter is, but I mean, why is he going through Kickstarter? Because he doesn't want to spend any of his actual money on it. Want it. I get that. He doesn't want a company to do it. Because, yeah, but there's a lot of people that would invest in a project like that, aside from Kickstarter, just for a, you know, a percentage. And they wouldn't care about well, it. Well, see, that's that's the thing. With Kickstarter, you're not obligated to return percentage-wise. Once you invest, usually when people invest, you know, from a dollar to how many ever, it can, I think it can go up to a million dollars, can't it? You know, one single investment. Yeah. But depending on, on that investment, like you, you invest a dollar, you get like a button. You know, I love James Franco button. Or if uh, you you invest a million dollars, you get an executive title. You know, uh, yeah, executive producer. Yeah. But yes. Because we're speaking about him having a lot of money. You do know that the Oz the Great and Powerful went into the billions, right? That's the money they made. Seriously. Really. Allison, I was reading a thing about the Disney movies. The only animated movie they have that made into the billion dollars is Toy Story 3 and they have five movies that are live action movies that made into the billion dollar mark Alice in Wonderland uh, Oz the Great and Powerful that live action version those made billions of dollars wow yeah so he's got money because he played Oz oh yeah that's hard to believe I mean I'm not <clears throat> doubting what you're saying it's just but anyway, going back to back to the Kickstarter thing is, is once you invest, once you get your button or your executive title, that's it. You don't get nothing else. So he gets all this money 
to make his... That's kind of my point. If he just talked about among, I'm sure he knows people with money. Right, but he's going to have to re- he's going to have to give them a... a um, Yes. Well, but if you do it through Kickstarter, you give them zero percent. He's trying to make more money. Right. You can piss my pod any day. He's got a bowl over there. I don't think it's right. I agree with. With Lacey, I think it's. I don't think it's right. Sorry. Uh, for do, do you think do you think it's not right for me to do it? No, I think it's not right for somebody with money. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think that's what Kickstarter's there for. No, it's not. Well, look at that. What is it? Um, Veronica Mars? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kickstarter is paying for that, that movie to be made. I saw that, too. Yeah. And it's owned by fucking Warner Brothers. The, the rights is owned by yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah, had the idea that they wanted that movie made. It was, that, that person that was writing that, that, article, that, article, that article thing, uh-huh. they were like, yeah, my neighbor just sent me a thing, they want me to find the Veronica Mars movie. And they did. Yeah, yeah they, they did, they're making it from Kickstarter. Kickstarter. It's, it's only the rights are owned by Warner Brothers. Brothers. It's a retarded. It is, I agree. And now what... <laughs> now, do you know anything about the structure of Kickstarter to know whether... You know, is that something they're doing? I'm not sure I know how to ask this question. What are they thinking when when they go that way? Didn't they set themselves up to help the guys without the money? Well, they, Kickstarter doesn't care who it is because they get 10% right off the top. Okay, okay. That answers the question. Yeah. Why didn't I know that? Is it cake time yet? All right, kids. Yeah, I, I think it is cake time. I, I think we've... Covered. Some of us are just getting. Uh, Some of our sitters are sat uh, out. We're sat out. Legs and butts are coming out. I have no more legs, but. Nobody wants you near the mic so you can say something sweet and sexy. Yes. No, I. Very much. I was going to say, everybody in this room, this is my family, and I appreciate everybody to be here. Dad, I need a raise. <laughs> Uh, he just killed that moment, didn't he? <laughs> but I, I but <laughs> but everybody at this table and in this house, including the kids, it's very special to me. You guys are my family, regardless if you're blood or not. You you guys are my family, and of course Rebecca and Aaron, I love you guys, Lacey, and even Ernie. Thank you so much for taking pictures. There'll be pictures coming up very soon. And here's the episode 52, one year. Let's let's see. Our next goal will be episode 100. And thank you. And four. No, 100. 100 be, episode 100. That's always the milestone. 252 is 104. I know, but... <laughs> 104 is different than oh, okay. it's 100. So with that being said... Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. It's all right. No problem. We're not talking. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. 
I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rick C. Lofgren. There he is. Rick, Ray, Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> I am Rick Montoya with a cold. I am Miss Sadie Burbank. And it's Terry D. Sure. Signing off. I can't have the sexy voice of a rock and roll. And if you were any of those people who thought that when I start podcasting, I was full of shit, you're right. then you're definitely <laughs> seeing red. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye.